Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf Kuf test. We're starting two lines from the top, the second word on the line. Today's year's sponsor, Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yisrael David ben Rapinchas Eliezer, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yehuda Aryeh, their neshama should have an aliyah. The Gemara is in the middle of discussing the importance of washing your hands in the morning right when you wake up. And the Gemara says, Tanya, Rabbi Nassim, Rabbi Nassim says, Bas Chayrin Hizu, the spirit that rests on a person's hands in the morning until they wash them, is Bas Chayrin. It's very free spirited, umakpedes, and it's very particular about leaving their hands, until a person washes their hands three times. Am Rabbi Yechanan, Puch, mascara of some sorts, Ma'avir Basmelech removes this Basmelech, which is what the name of the spirit is, Pesach is Adima, and will stop tears, Umar Basir Bafapayim, and will increase hair on the eyelids. Tayin Amiyach, we have a breast like this, Rabbi Yechanan, Puch, this mascara, Ma'avir Basmelech will remove the spirit, Upesach is Adima, stop tears, Umar Basir Bafapayim, and increase hair on the eyelids. Ba'amar Okva Amar Shmuel, all in some sort of herbs, ain behind Misham Rafua, they do not have any positive healing properties to any sort of eye ailment. Amrav Yesuf, Kuzbarta, coriander, or Kuzbara in Hebrew, ain ba Misham Rafua, it also doesn't have any healing properties for the eyes. Amrav Sheshes, Kishus, hops, ain behind Misham Rafua, they don't have any healing properties for the eyes. Amrav Yesuf, Rav Yesuf says, Kuzbarta, coriander, I feel the Kashali, it's difficult even for me, Rav Yesuf was blind and therefore was less susceptible to pain in his eyes than other people, and nonetheless, coriander somehow caused him pain in his eyes. Um, Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes says, Gargira, which is some sort of herb, Mali, even for me is good. Rav Sheshes too was blind, and even though his eyes were less susceptible to feeling benefit from any sort of medicine, this Gargira was actually beneficial for him. Varmar Ukva, Amar Shmuel, Kominik Shus, any sort of hops, Sharu, are permitted to eat on Shabbos, Levarmi Truza, except for Truza. Even regular healthy people ate hops, therefore eating hops on Shabbos was not necessarily indicative of the fact that you were trying to do so for Refua, except for Truza, which was only only eaten for Rafua. Amram Chizda, Shrika Tavya Shari, basting roasted meat on Shabbos is mutter. This is specifically referring to basting it with some sort of mixture of eggs and oil. We're talking about Friday night where the roast is still warm, but it's not hot enough to cook this base that you put on top of it. It's permitted. Pipue Bay, but beating eggs, usur, is prohibited on Shabbos because people think that you're about to pour it into a pot to cook them. Debitsu de Ziri, the wife of Ziri, Avdulay Lechia Bar Ashi, she basted some meat for Chia Bar Ashi, who's one of Ziri's students. But he didn't eat it. On she told him, For your master, meaning for my husband, I do this. And he eats it. You're not going to eat it. As Iri Iri goes according to his own reasoning, and that's why he eats basted roast. says, A person is allowed to put clear wine and clear water through a strainer on Shabbos. He doesn't have to be worried that he's actually straining the wine. Alma, we see from here, since it's drunk like this, even without straining it a second time, by putting it through a strainer, he's not accomplishing anything and he's not being over anything on Shabbos. So to here, since it will be eaten like this without basting it, by basting the roast, you're not doing anything useful. Someone whose hand got some sort of bruise, it banged against something and has swelling, he could reduce the swelling by placing wine on it, he doesn't have to be afraid he's accomplishing anything, he's not really doing anything, the wine doesn't really help. who asked the question, what about vinegar? Is it permitted to use vinegar to reduce swelling on Shabbos? Amrav Hill or Ravashi, Rav Hill told Ravashi, when I was by Rav Kahana's house, Amri, they said, you are not allowed to use vinegar since it's very astringent, it will heal people and therefore you are not allowed to use it to reduce swelling on Shabbos. Amrav Rav says, these people live in Mechazah, since they're very sensitive, even wine will heal them and they're not allowed to even use wine to reduce swelling on Shabbos. Ravina Iqlabir Ravashi, Ravina visitor Ravashi, Chazi didarchi lechamara agabadakari, he saw that a donkey had stepped on the top of his foot. The Yasef Katsamis Lebechala, 
and he was sitting and trying to reduce the swelling with vinegar. Amalei, he told him, You don't hold of what Rav Hill says, that you're not allowed to use vinegar. Amalei told him, If the wound is on the top of the hand or foot, that's different, it's a very dangerous wound, and we'll see soon in the Gemara why. Some say, That he was reducing it with wine. Amalei told him, You don't hold what Rava says, These people in Mechaiza, Since they're sensitive, even wine also will be of help to them and therefore it's usher. And Umar Nami and you, you're very sensitive, so you shouldn't be allowed to use wine. Amalei told him, A wound on the top of the hand or foot is different, and you're allowed to be Michal Shabbos for it. A wound on top of the hand or foot, it's like an internal wound, and you're allowed to be Michal Shabbos to heal such a wound. Tanarabanon. Rechzen b'mei gerar, a person is not a wash in mei gerar, which is salty water that has healing properties, b'mei chamasan, b'mei asya, b'mei teveri, and any of these waters, even though he's trying to heal himself, it's still permitted because other people will bathe even not for healing purposes, therefore it doesn't necessarily look like he's being involved in refuah. Avalei b'yamagadol, not in the large sea, which is either referring to the Mediterranean Ocean or to perhaps the Pacific or Atlantic Ocean. Avalei b'mei mishra, and not in water that had flax soaking in it, since this water is so disgusting, the only reason why a person would bathe in it is for healing purposes. Vlei b'yamashal sedaimen, not in the yamamelech. The Gemara asks, Raminu, rechzen b'mei tevera b'yamagadol, we are allowed to wash in mei tevera and the yamagadol. Avalei b'mei mishra, just not in mei mishra, vlei b'yamashal sedaim, and not in the yamamelech. Kashi yamagadol, yamagadol. We have a contradiction between one member that we're allowed to bathe in yamagadol, another member that we're not allowed to. Am Rabbi Yechanan, like kash, it's not a problem. Harav Meir and Harav Yehuda. Did not we have a Mishnah? Kol Hayamim Kemikvah. All seas are like a mikvah. Shinemrat says, Hamayim Kariyamim, and for the gathering of the waters, he, they shall be called seas. This is a passage from the beginning of Bereshis that Hashem called all the waters seas, but we see that all the yamim, the seas, are called a mikvah. And there's a difference between a mikvah and a mayan, which is a spring, which we'll soon see. Rabbi Huda, I mean, Rabbi Huda says, no, yamagadol ke mikvah. Only the yamagadol is like a mikvah. V'loyinam are yamim, and the only reason why the Pasuk says yamim is elashish b'mine yamim harbe is just to say that the yamagadol has many different types of seas because there's many bodies of water that flow into the yamagadol. But no other bodies of of water are considered a mikvah necessarily. Rabbi Yesi, I mean, Rabbi Yesi says, Kol All seas can purify while they're flowing. But they're unfit for a zav or for using for the mechatas. All these things need a ma'ayan and not a mikvah. So seas have some sort of mixture between a ma'ayan and a mikvah. A mikvah is not allowed to be metahir while it's zaychlin, while it's flowing. It's not allowed to have a current in it. However, the seas are considered a ma'ayan, which are allowed to be metahir while they're zaychlin, while they're flowing. Whereas it's not considered a ma'ayan enough to be Metahir, Azov, and Metzaira, or to use for Mechatas, which need a pure Ma'ayan, and this is not considered a pure Ma'ayan. So the Gemara says, Maskafla of Nachum Bar Yitzchak, Kuftas Amar Bez on the top, Amr de Pligilin Yatumo Vitara. Perhaps these Tanaim argue only regards to Tomim Vitara, what's considered Zeichlin and what's not, but Lenin Shabbos, Mishamas Lu, who says they argue in regards to Shabbos? So we still don't have an answer to our stira of Yamagadol, Yamagadol. Elam Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak, he says, Loi Kasha, we don't have a stira. Hadishtai, Hadilaishtai. One is where the person lingers inside the Yamagadol, then it's obvious he's doing it for a and it's usher, but if he does not linger there, he just bathes and leaves right away, then that would be okay. Why are we establishing the last b'risa, meaning the second one, where it's talking about that he did not linger in the Yamagadol, and it's permitted, if he wasn't lingering there, I feel even if he wants to wash in flax 
water. It would also be permitted. We have a brisa. A person allowed to wash in meitveri, ubi meishra, and water that flax was soaked in, ubi yamashal sudaim, and the yamamelech va'afal pishiyesh lechatatim bereishay. Even though he has sores on his head, and therefore it seems very likely that he's washing for a fuah, it's still permitted. But when is that said? Shloim nishta. If he doesn't linger there, avol nishta. But if he lingers, usher, then it would be usher. So we don't have an answer to the stira in brisas. Gemara says al yamagadol yamagadol loikasha. We don't have a problem. Yamagadol habiyafin shabai habiran shabai. One is where he's bathing in the nice, pleasant water of the yamagadol. There, people will bathe even not for therapeutic purposes. But one is when he's doing beraim in the foul or contaminated water. Obviously, the only reason why he would be doing that is for healing purposes, and then therefore it would be usher. And may meshra, may meshra, not kasha. And we don't have a question. May meshra on itself is because hadishtai hadalishtai. There, the answer would be is one where he's lingering in the water. Then it's obvious he's doing it for refua. But when he doesn't linger in it, he just quickly washes himself off and leaves. Then even if he's doing it for refua, it doesn't look like it and would be permitted. Now the previous Mishnah, and more so this Mishnah and Nsuin Gemara, discuss many different remedies of sorts. Most of these are not consistent with the current laws of nature and science as we understand them. And the Mepharshim grapple with how to understand this Mishnah and Gemara. Some maintain that these remedies aren't effective anymore because Nishtanu Hativim, nature has changed. Whereas others understand that we simply don't know what herbs and plants are being referred to. But what is of utmost importance is to realize that these are all part of the Gemara, written down by Tanayim and Amirayim, whose greatness we cannot even begin to fathom. Perhaps many of these might seem silly or ignorant, However, we must keep in mind that if they're part of the Gemara, there's something that we can learn from them regardless of whether or not they're medically proven. And so saying that, let's jump into the Mishnah. Ein b'shabbos. A person's not allowed to eat a which is some sort of hyssop on Shabbos. It's not food that's eaten by healthy people, so if he's eating it, it must be he's doing it to heal himself, and that would be Aser. He's allowed to eat Yoyezer or Abuvraya because this is even eaten by healthy people. And the Mishnah says a rule. All foods are allowed to be eaten for healing purposes and all drinks are allowed to be drunk for healing purposes. That's because they're also eaten and drunk by healthy people, so it doesn't necessarily seem he's doing it for a fuah. Chutz, except for, we made the column, water that comes from a palm tree, the kaisi karin, or some sort of cup of root spice drink, because those are specifically meant for jaundice. Aval who made the column, Litzmai, he is allowed to drink this palm tree water, Litzmai, if he wants to quench his thirst, and he's allowed to anoint himself with this root spice oil, if he's not trying to do it for a fuwa and he's not sick. And now the Gemara is going to try to differentiate between the Ezoiv mentioned in our Mishnah, which is Ezoiv, and the Ezoiv that's spoken about in the Torah. Amrav Yosef, Yosef says, Ezoiv, the Ezoiv mentioned in the Torah, is a Bartabar Hamag. This is Hisab from Hamag. But Ezoiv that's mentioned in our Mishnah is a Bartabar Hing. Ula Amar, Ula says, What's the Ezoiv mentioned in the Torah? Really, it's Marva Chivar, it's White Sage. Ula Ekelbeir Shmuel Bar Yehuda. He visited Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Isula Kamei Marva Chivar. They brought in front of him White Sage. Amr, he said, Hainu Ezoiv, Dechsev Bar Raisa. This is the Ezoiv that was spoken about in the Torah. Rav Papi Amar, he says, no, it's shumshuk, it's marjoram. Amrab Yirmi Amidifti, Kavasir of Papi Mustabra, it seems like really the shot is like Rav Papi, that now we have a mission that says, Mitzvah is Azov, the mitzvah of using an Azov that's mentioned in the Torah, Shlosha Kalachin is talking about something that has three stems, Ubehen Shlosha Gevailim, and on these stems, each of them has three pods of seeds. Vishumshuk, Hudim Shtaka Chachi, and Shumshuk is the only plant that we know is found like this, so it must be that the Azov in the Torah is Shumshuk, like Rav Papi. Now the Gemara says, My Achile, why would a person eat Azov Yon? So the Kukiyani, he has intestinal worms. But my Achile, what does he eat? It with with seven black dates. Where do these intestinal worms come from? From eating barley flour in the Chalatalayar by Yemen that's 40 days old. The Mishnah says, Avol Eichel, who has Yezer? He's allowed to eat Yezer. The Gemara says, My Yezer, what is this? Pusnak, it's Pennyroyal. Lamai Achile, what does he eat it for? What is it remedy? La Arkisa, 
for someone who has liverworms, what does he eat it with? With seven white dates. Where does this liverworm issue come from? From eating raw meat broiled on coals and water on an empty stomach. Or from eating fatty meat on an empty stomach. From eating ox meat on an empty stomach. Eating a nut on an empty stomach, or eating stems of fenugreek on an empty stomach, and drinking water after any of these, that's where it's going to come from. If this remedy didn't work, or you don't have it, so what do you do? You should swallow white cress, if you don't have it or didn't work, you should fast, bring Fatty meat, and throw it on the coals. You should suck a big juicy piece. And sip vinegar. Some say, don't sip vinegar. Because that's going to be bad for your liver. If you don't have it or if it doesn't work. You should bring bark of a bush. That was peeled from top to bottom. Not from bottom to top. Perhaps the worms are going to come out of your mouth. The same way that the bark was peeled is the way that the worms are going to come out. So you want them to come out from the bottom, not the top. You should cook this bark in beer, either or at your neighbor's house because the smell is going to be bad for you. And the next day, he should close his nostrils and drink it. When he relieves himself, he should relieve himself on the stripped part of the tree that he had gotten this bark from. And the Mishnah had said, he can drink this on Shabbos. What is this? It's what is that? A single staff referring to a branchless tree. L'may avdila, what do you use it for? L'giluya, for maim giluyim. The Gemara tells us of an Isra of drinking maim giluyim, a water that was left out uncovered for a certain amount of time. We're afraid that a snake climbed out of its hole, drank from some of the water, and left its poison there, so therefore it's very dangerous for you to drink. So if a person drank this maim giluyim, he should do this remedy. V'ilay, if he doesn't have it or if it doesn't work, l'aisi chamisha k'lilim chamisha kusta to shechor. He should bring five roses and five cups of beer. And cook them together until he has the amount of an anpaka, and then he should drink it. Now, we have a story about this. The mother of Achadri Barami, of the Leila Hu Gavra, she made this drink for a certain fellow. With one rose and one cup of beer, she cooked it, and she gave it to him to drink. She lit an oven, then she raked it out in order to cool it off a bit. She placed a brick inside so that he could sit in the oven on the brick without getting burned. And the poison that he had drank in this Maim Guluyim came out of him like a hutza yarka, like a green leaf of a palm branch. More remedies for someone that drank Maim Guluyim that might have snake poison in it. You should drink a revias of milk from a white goat. He says, You should bring a sweet esrig, carve a hole in it, fill it up with honey, you should put it inside burning coals, cook it that way, and then you should eat it. And some more remedies. Chanina says, Meraglaim b'nei yoyim. 40-day-old urine or urine from a 40-day-old child. So, barzina lizibura. If you drink a barzina's worth, that's good for a wasp sting. Revia, if you drink a revia's worth, lacrava, that's good for a scorpion sting. Palga revia, half of a leg's worth. Ligilui is good if a person drank maim giluyim. Riva, a full leg, a filuk shafimala will help even to prevent spells from coming onto a person. Amar Biachan Biachan says, Anigroin, which is water that spinach beets were boiled in, Vavangar, or water that Bengari herb was boiled in, Visiryaka, or Balsam, Ma'alu, it's helpful, Bainlegaluya, Bainlekshafim, whether if a person drank Ma'amagulim, 
or if he wants to prevent spells. Haiman de Balachivara, what about if a person swallowed a snake, Luchli Kashusabimilcha, he should be fed hops that are salted, Vlarate Tlasamili, and he should be forced to run three mil. And a story about this. Roshim Brashi Khazya, Lahu Gavra, Roshim Brashi saw a person, Debalachivya, that he swallowed a snake, Idmile Kifarasha, so Roshim Brashi appeared to him like he was a horseman. He just meant to intimidate the fellow because he wanted him to listen to him. Aichli Kashusabimilcha, he fed him hops with salt, Vaarate Kame Tlasamili, he made him run in front of him three mil, and the snake came out of him, guvi guvi, cut up into pieces. Why? Rashi says, because the fear of swallowing the snake, running, and the hops raised this fellow's body temperature, so the snake died. Some say that the story was actually this way. Rashi himself swallowed a snake. He appeared to him like a horseman. He fed him hops in salt. He made him run in front of him three mil, and the snake came out in many pieces. What about for a snake bite? Haiman de Tarke Chivaya, a person that was bitten by a snake. Lese Ubra de Chamro Chivarta, he should bring an embryo of a white donkey. Vilakare, tear it open, Vilaisvi lave, and place it on the bite. Vahani Mil, but this only works, Tlaishtach Trefa, if the donkey itself wasn't a Trefa, meaning it didn't have any sort of wound, that it wouldn't be able to live out the year. And a story about this. Hubar Kasha de Pompadisa, there was an officer appointed by the king in Pompadisa, Kufir Amanalf on the top, de Tarke Chivya, that a snake bit him. Havit Laser Chamre Chivarta of Pompadisa, there were 13 white donkeys in they tore all them open. Turned out all of them were trefas. So none of them could be used for healing a snake bite. There was one more donkey left on the other side of Pompadisa. Until they got around to bringing it, a lion had eaten it. Abaye told them, Perhaps a rabbinic snake bit him. That doesn't have a cure. The Chsivit says in the Pasuk, Someone that breaks through a fence is going to be bitten by a snake. And this is referring to someone who doesn't listen to a rabbinic decree, something that the Rabbanon established he's going to be bitten by a snake. So perhaps that snake bit him and he's not going to be healed from that. Amrulay, they told him, in Rebbe, you're right. When Rav passed away, they would bring to the Chasana procession that was walking down the street and then they would clang bells. This was a very exciting, lively procession and he decreed not to do this for a full year after Rav passed away in order to decrease the Simcha somewhat. But who this fellow went, Amti he went and brought these things to the Chasana Batavla and they clanged bells, so a snake bit him and he died. We see how careful we should be to listen to the words of the Chachamim. Everyone should have a fantastic day.